So uh, it's really good to hear the choir's voice in the sanctuary again. It's been so long since we heard all that. It, it almost sounded strange and, uh, and beautiful at the same time. I just wanted to say a few things to close this uh, cantata out with. It's, it's, been a unique, it's not been a unique year in the history of the world, but it, it has been a unique year for us, and uh, it's almost over. And I mean the year 2020, not life on earth as far as we know it, just, just the year. Um, it's taken us some time, but uh, we have adjusted our way of living accordingly. And it looks like we're going to make it to the beginning of a new year. Um, looking back on 2020, I'm sure there are a multitude of lessons we will learn. But one lesson that has stood out to me is the lesson of finding a way instead of turning away. Uh, in the book of Luke chapter 5, we read, One day Jesus was teaching, and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. You know, they could have said, sorry, buddy, can't get you in today, maybe next time. Or, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. And they could have turned around and carried him home. I don't know what made them try to find a way to get the guy in front of Jesus. Maybe the man who was paralyzed was a hefty fella, and they didn't want to carry him all the way back home, especially if he could walk back on his own. Or maybe a wife of one of the guys told him, I don't know how you think you're going to get that guy in front of Jesus with all that crowd that's there. There ain't no way you're getting him through there. And maybe that guy was just bound and determined to prove her wrong. But for whatever reason, they decided to find a way, not turn away. Now, I don't believe they just plopped this fella down in a fireman's carry and rocked him back and forth and on the count of three, chunked him up on the roof and just hoped for the best. I'd like to believe that they looked and thought and prepared and put a plan into motion. There was still risk, but it was deemed worth it. And as a result, a man who could not walk, walked and God was glorified. Also in Luke chapter 8, it says, Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house, because his only daughter, a girl of about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him, touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Imagine crowds so thick 
Jesus was almost crushed. And nowadays you have to imagine those crowds because it's not like we can go out in that. And this woman just came up behind him. I've seen the crowds that gather outside of Coles when they're selling Keurigs for half price or outside of Walmart when you can get cheap 55-inch TVs. Can you imagine the determination of this woman slipping in every opening, crawling under legs, elbowing, pushing, asking, begging, demanding, finding a way through a crowd so thick it almost crushed Jesus so she could touch his cloak. She could have seen the crowd and thought, it's not worth it. I might die fighting that crowd and still never make it to Jesus. Or what if I do make it to him and then he doesn't want to heal me? But she didn't turn away. She found a way. She was healed and God was glorified. Well, I did not want to do our cantata this way. I want to be back in the choir loft with my friends, with my family, with my choir. I want to hear Sally's sarcastic remarks and Angel's blunt retorts and Deborah's laughter. And I just want it to be what it was. But things are not what they were. And just like every single moment of our day, we have a choice. Are we going to find a way or turn away? Now, the paralyzed man's friends did not chunk him up on the roof and just hope for the best because that would have been careless, dangerous, possibly disastrous, Definitely foolish. Likewise, I'm not saying, okay, everybody, take off those masks. Hug your neighbor's neck. Shoot, while you're at it, hug a stranger's neck. Oh, and don't forget to kiss on your great, 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 great granny who has diabetes and high blood pressure and celebrating her 97th birthday because that would be careless, dangerous, disastrous, and foolish. We need to be smart. We need to be as safe as possible. We need to understand that we're all coming to this from a different perspective. Be understanding. But at the same time, in spite of that, and doing all of that, I have seen our church finding ways instead of turning away since the very beginning of 2020. We helped build a porch for the Teasley family. It was a blessing for me to be there and be a part of that. We had members of the church build a ramp and move a deck for Debbie Castillo and Jeremy Patak. We invested in people and technology to improve our live stream. We revamped our snack program to help families in need as well as the Easter 
tornado victims in Murray County. And then when school started back, they revamped it to get it back in gear to help the children again. We still have new floors down. We have a new sign. We restarted the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, and Cub Scouts with new safety guidelines. We maintained our position as having a voting site here. We started online Sunday school classes. We trained members of committees to become Zoom users to keep the business of the church on track. We gave to Operation Christmas Child. We provided coats and winter wear for children. We had one of the few trunk or treats, not just in our area, but a big area around it, outside of our area. We had people coming in because we were one of the few places that was doing it. Our children's moments have been a blessing to many, many more people than just our children. And we've kept the local pizzerias financially solvent because of pizza with Amy. And the finances of our church have remained strong. The list, it just goes on. We're not even done yet. We've still got a couple of weeks left. Who knows what's going to happen? Instead of turning away, we found a way. And God has been glorified. And now, thanks to the dedication of our choir the genius of Jeremy, the humble and always willing spirit of the talented Sarah. We even found a way to have a cantata. And no, it wasn't the cantata I wanted. But I don't think I've ever been prouder. Not because they sang beautifully, which they did, or because Jeremy is a master at his craft, which he is, or because Sarah's such an inspiration but because through it all, in the midst of easily being able to say, you know what, let's just skip it this year. Or hey, everybody knows the story. It's not like they're not going to hear it again next year or learn anything new this year. It's the same story. We did not turn away. We found a way. And this lesson, this is a lesson God taught us when though he had every right to do so. He did not turn away from us, but he gave us a way to find our way back to him through a little baby. My prayer for us this season is that once we have found the way, that we resist the urge to turn away, but instead we keep finding ways to share God's message of salvation and to be the hands and feet of Christ in this world. If we do that, we will be blessed, and God will be glorified. Merry Christmas.